0: Hello and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Owen. Um, I'm a security agent overnight at a hotel and I have a bunch of time to research a bunch of stuff that I find super interesting. Um, and I have a podcast to share it with you if you're listening. Um, <laughs> I, 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 it takes me a long time to read these articles a lot of the time and I imagine like most people don't have the same amount of time in their day not doing anything as I do. So it feels like an easy way to, you know, get information to people that's, uh, I think, important. Um, Today I'm talking about Venezuela and the dictator uh, that leads Venezuela, whose name is Nicolas Maduro. Uh, He was elected in 2013. And uh, when I looked looked up Nicolas Maduro, the first thought that came to my mind was, wow, this looks like a dictator. His title is president. But the the photo is him (laughs) standing... um, in front of a, a photo, a, a picture of Simone Bolivar, which was, he was a he was basically a guy a few hundred years ago who led a lot of Latin American countries to independence. Um, but he's got like kind of a Napoleon stance going on. Maduro does, and he's got you know like this this big striped, almost a sash going along along his military fatigues. Anyways. he looks, he looks like a dictator. That's the first thought that came to mind. And it's so ironic that he's standing in front of Simone Bolivar. And I think that, that, why that's ironic will become a little clearer as, as the podcast moves forward. Um, anyways, Venezuela, um, is a country that has had a lot of issues with hyperinflation in its recent past. Um, It has very corrupt and unfair judicial systems. Um, Their prisons are overcrowded, and there's a lot of disease and lack of water sometimes. Um, And over half the population is living in poverty, which is a a crazy big number. So economically, socially, they're not in great shape. Um, Non-governmental organizations like nonprofits are controlled by the government. of Venezuela, uh, especially government, uh, nonprofits that defend the political rights or monitor the governmental bodies. Um, the, those specific nonprofits are almost never allowed in the country <laughs> at all. And that like, makes sense. You know, wh- when the government is run the way it is, um, the elections are overseen by the national electoral council, um, who basically is, in 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 the uh, in the pocket of of Nicolas Maduro, they kind of follow his his lead. Um, most of them align with his political beliefs and political party. Um, in 2021, two of the opposition members were put on the council. Um, and whether that was just to kind of save face a little bit from scrutiny from other countries, whether that was a real attempt at Balancing the tables um, is unknown. I'm leaning towards the f- the, the first <laughs> the first option based up based on the way that this the the administration is run. Um, but essentially, in 2017, the National Electoral Council held an election for a nas- national uh, constituent assembly, and what that is is basically a legal body that gets elected for the specific purpose of changing or amending, rewriting a constitution. Uh, Maduro decided he didn't like some of the stuff that was going on in the constitution, didn't benefit him, um, didn't agree with the way that the the parliament of the country was running things, wanted to sway the power back to his side of the court a little more. Um, So they basically, the, the national electoral council comprised A bunch of people for the national constituent assembly um that changed the constitution every single person on this special assembly was the same political party as maduro so there was no members of the other side the other political party on (laughs) deciding hey like or like bringing up issues like hey maybe we shouldn't you know change the constitution in this way you know, this gives Maduro too much power, gives this party too much power, whatever. They were literally all on the same boat as Maduro. Kind of crazy. Basically what happened, as from a combination of this constituent assembly and the judicial branch, two separate entities, they basically took all the powers away from the national assembly, which is basically... The main legislative branch in Venezuela. In the U.S., we have a, um, a House of Representatives and a, uh, a Senate. This is—they basically just have one. It's just like if both of those were combined. So they—they they took away the power from the the one legislative branch and kind of consolidated it to where the judicial branch now holds most of the power. The higher Upper echelons of the Maduro regime hold most of the political power. Um, the, in the in the um, 2020 elections for the National Assembly, actually, no opposition members ended up running because they were like, "Look, you've t- taken away all the power." It was an act of protest, basically saying we don't agree with what you've done to our legislative branch. So if this government that had amended the constitution, changed the constitution and uh stripped the powers of the national assembly, if they were if they were uh, a well a well-run government that had the power the the goodness of the people around them in mind, this might not be bit that big of an issue. However, the government of Venezuela, Maduro especially, does not does not do much good in the world. Um in 2015, uh, Maduro siphoned off $2 billion from the state oil company. Basically, the state owns all the oil. And so he took $2 billion, and where that money went, whether it went to, to filling his pockets, filling his friends' pockets, whatever, who knows. But this this was a um, a report by the, the U.S. Department of the Treasury. Um, this happened more than one time. Uh, Maduro also, I don't know if you remember last week's episode, but he receives money through mining operations. Um, labor exploitation and uh i mean people even getting killed uh through in know, in a lot of the mines that he has his fingers in um is reported uh a lot of deforestation going on uh but he basically gets money for mining operations as well um and again this this goes to fuel his political body um himself included uh there's, there was an investigation called Petrofraud, spelled P-E-T-R-O-F-R-U-A-U-D-E, if you want to look it up. Um, and this was basically published by a group of journalists in Venezuela that detailed how he took $28 billion from state oil companies um, and basically gave oil to other countries. So he took $28 billion worth of oil and gave it to 14 different countries around him to build political allies, right? Um... This included Nicaragua um let's see where else I don't know there's 14 different different countries that he gave oil to at a, at a super reduced price to to gain political ties um so not only is he propping up the government the, the the shitty governments of other other countries he's also fueling his own kind of fucked up how one person can screw over so many goddamn people it's crazy um he, he also, I mean, here's another example that's detailed in this report. Um, essentially, he took Nicaragua, decided to sell him a bunch of products. They sold him beef, coffee, etc. He bought it from them for more than the price he should have paid. So the excess profits went to the, the leader in Nicaragua, who's also not a great guy. But now, hey, Nicolas Madero comes along to the president of Nicaragua and says, hey, I scratched your back that one time. Why don't you come scratch mine? Works out great for both of them, right? Um, During one of the elections, in an attempt to bribe voters, um, the Maduro administration handed out boxes of food. Um, They reported that the boxes cost $42, when the boxes really cost $14 each. There was a difference of $200 million that was not reported that him and his friends ended up keeping. So they not only did they bribe voters, but they ended up taking an extra 200 million for themselves. So fucked up. Anyways. that mentioned two of his nephews are drug traffickers. They were they were they were arrested in the United States a while ago. And we gave them back cuz tried to, you know, hey, look, this is our good graces. We'll scratch your back, you know? Just, like, make some reforms in your country. He didn't, he didn't, he didn't care. I wonder if that guy, he, he'll, he'll let, like, like, drug traffickers just come through his country and just, you know, he doesn't want to mess with them. He wants, he wants the benefit from them. Dude, his, two of his, his nephews are drug, drug traffickers, all right? This guy's, this guy's great. Get him out of here. Get this guy out of here. You know what I'm saying? Get this guy, anyways. Hope you're having a good week. Um enjoyed making this. Anyways, take it easy till next time.